Oh, what is going on, guys? What is going on? Welcome back. We are back after our two week hiatus. We are back with Rare Fud Radio. Uh, as always, full disclaimer none of this is financial advice. Please do your own research. None of this should be construed as financial advice. We are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. So, without further ado, Let's jump right back into it. We're going to talk about the BlackRock ETF. We're going to talk about what's happening in the market. We're going to talk about ordinals and Solana NFTs, everything in between. So without further ado, let's jump into the video. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, a.k.a. Bison Trades over on Twitter. Welcome back. Two week hiatus, boys. Woo! We are we are so fucking back. We are so fucking back. Uh, we are going to get into it. Let's talk about everything we missed. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, not gonna lie, guys. This was the best two weeks off we could have asked for. There was not much going on, especially in Solana NFT world. Um, definitely more going on in the ordinal side of things. Also, my <laughs> my camera's messed up. Oh my goodness. I need more headspace. Look, dude, I'm cutting my head off. Um, anyways, getting back into it. Dude, we're going to talk about the market. We're going to talk about what we got ahead of us. Talk about some recap. Talk about what's going on in the market. You know the whole drill. If you could, please, please subscribe to the channel. It's right down there. You know, you hit that little red button. Hit the little bell notifications. We do go live every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're back in business. If you want the podcast version, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I have made it a point that as soon as the episode's done, it goes straight into podcasts. All right? We're not messing around anymore. We're recharged. We're rejuvenated. Even if the market sucks, we don't. All right? We're going to make money in this market. So with that being said, let's go ahead and bring on my wonderful co-host, my brother in content, Mr. Dor. Dor, how are we doing today? Yo, what's going on, dog? Every day's a holiday and happy to be back, man. Had a nice two-week break, not going to lie. Uh, just came back from the beach today, so I'm feeling hella rejuvenated, ready to get after it, man. Market's been kind of slow, so I think we took off at the perfect time. Well, slow on the soul side. There's been things going on. But yeah, man, there's there's so much happening that I I'm just ready to jump in all of it, man. I'm happy to see you guys again, and thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We are so back. I'm glad uh also went to the beach a good bit um man it's just been nice it's been yeah. nice like seriously like, guys i don't care if you're just like somebody who dibbles and dabbles in this this industry or if you're just one of us that spends way too much time at web3 take some time off go touch mm -hmm. some grass get some sunshine vitamin d is your friend i promise you uh the the, the markets there will always be another trade to make there will always be another um play to look at i promise you so uh, let's bring on our third co-host, our wonderful friend, Mr. Joe Soul. Joe, how we doing today, bro? Que paso, que paso, campito. I'm doing well, man. We're doing, we're out here, You're brother. Speaking we're more doing... Spanish than me, yeah. Joe. Lifetime <laughs> somewhere, but yeah, man, it feels good. I had some time off. Got to uh, do a little soul searching. Feel some sun in my face. You know what I'm saying? Do the whole gig. Um, was down to like you know less than a one hour screen screen time a day so it was a, a big detox for me but i do feel feel very refreshed and uh and zoned in so yeah uh on the web two side it's been cranking so yeah web three just chilling for me it's been cool to kind of connect back in it's funny seeing bison everywhere i was in the past couple of days just reconnecting re, re getting ourselves back into the field so yeah it's great to see door i know doors out 
off in another country somewhere by a beach doing his thing. So, yeah, we've all been living, man. It's great to see everybody. Oh, it's it, it's nice to be back. It really is. I'm I'm so glad we took this time off because, guys, yeah. we 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 needed it. We <laughs> needed it so bad. I don't know if you could tell by the old episodes. I hated everything. I still hate a good <laughs> bit. We'll get into that in a little bit. But at least I'm just happy to see you guys, the listeners, happy, yeah. the watchers. I'm, I'm happy to be with my, my boys, the co-hosts. And we're just going to get straight back into the market. We're going to head over to TXO, T-I-E-X-O.com. You want to know how long it's been is I haven't seen TXO's new update. And I'm going to go ahead and share it because it looks beautiful. I also got some bones to pick. And I know Max listens to the show. Over at it's not Soul Sniper anymore. It's Sniper. We're gonna talk about that as hey, well. Oh, um, expanding the brand. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Sniper. But I want to bring over TXO. Um, if you guys have not been over to TXO, this is my favorite analytics dashboard. Um, I know Hello Moon listens, Walker listens. I know um, Max listens. Guys, I don't know what it is. This is this is beautiful. This is everything I want to know. I see all the marketplaces. Um, they now have unique wallets. So. We can now see how many unique wallets are on, you know, Magic Eden versus Tensor. I can see first-time wallets, so now I can see, okay, where's the new liquidity new coming from, and how much new liquidity are we getting? Um, and you know, Magic Eden's dominating that field, but literally, we only have first-time wallets. We only have like 320. Like, it's not much. So this is this is good. Like, this is amazing. What they've done here is incredible, and I am just so happy to see it. But um, if we go over here. And I also want to talk to Max about this because this buyer's number is completely different than Soul Sniper. Soul Sniper is reading 3.7. This is reading 5.7. So I got it. And, and this one's reading 6,000 sellers versus 7,000 something over on Soul Sniper. Or I guess Sniper now. I got to start saying Sniper. It is Sniper now. But I, I do want to talk to them because I this is a big point. Like I see, I see a, a whole bunch of uh, misaligned data. I don't want to say one's right versus another because I don't know. I don't know where this data is getting pulled from, but this has always been really representative of what I think is a neutral site, right? I would say Sniper's the other one that is very neutral, except they're about to not be, in my opinion. But, um, you know, it just has very good data and they've built upon it. And I, I feel like this is more right. This feels more right to me, but I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to break it down for you guys. I'm tired of rambling. Tensor, over at 46,000 Solana volume. Magic Eden, 45,000 Solana volume. Not much change over there. That battle is still heating up. On the flip side, Haiti swap over 15,000 Solana volume. Is a bull market back? I don't know. I, Maybe. I don't know. It could be brewing, dog. And I, I think we'll get more into that later. But yeah, I think we got a bull market brewing. Yeah, we might have something. We'll, we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, exchange art, 1.5K Solana volume. But it's not bad. That's no. better than I've seen it for a while. So this is all 24 hours. Again, if you want to change it to a week or a month, or anything like that, you can go ahead and do so. I just love TXO. I don't. I feel like they don't get enough love as a data platform, and they've definitely been what I would consider some of the best data-neutral um, sort of stuff. But guys, let's talk about the market. I, I know, I'm not sure if you're like me, Dor, um, where I've only, I, I only catch up in the mornings. I may take, like, I'm only taking a few trades. The only thing I've really minted was racks. Uh, we'll talk about racks as well. But uh, Dor, how do you feel about the market? We'll go you first, then Joe. I 
I feel like we're just in that um that bearish phase. I mean, we always go through these periods, couple months of a bull, couple months of a bear. It's the same cycle over and over. Um, right now in this bear phase, I think we're coming towards the end of it. We got a lot of mints on the horizon that I think will bring liquidity back into the market. Um, I don't want to say ordinals is slowing down because I don't think it ever will. But I, we're starting to see a lot of those projects that are just trying to grift on ordinals start to slow down, not mint out, not do well. So it's that phase of, okay, people made money there. They're probably rotated back over into Seoul. So, um, yeah, man, overall, I haven't taken really much of any trades. I'm even really trying to figure out where I'm trying to get my next position in the market at, really, um, other than the heist. And I, I, I just got to talk about the heist, and we can do that later. But uh, other than the heist, man, I've just been – I guess looting and chilling, dog. Uh <laughs> it's not not a bad place to be. We no. I, I certainly do approve of that message. And yeah, I, heist is definitely being the one thing mm -hmm. that I come back to. Or don't. The, the nice thing about heist is if I want to leave them, I just finished today, claimed a seven and a half day heist. Ooh. Got 180,000 nana. Let's go. Um, yeah, it was nice. But I've also seen like later nerd get that in a four hour claim period. And I'm just like, man. Yeah, That's dude's awesome. killing it, man. Yeah, he's crushing dude it right now. Killing it. And um, yeah. yeah, it's it. Nana's Nana's there, but I, heist is good. I season two is shaping up real nice. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that as well. We got a long show ahead of us. I, I have yeah. a feeling. If not, we're gonna cover it on Thursday. But mm -hmm. Joe, how you feeling about the market, man? I know you've been, you know, out being mountain man in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, I don't know if you're brewing moonshine now or like what the deal is. But what's what's Joe been up to? How you feel about the market? My man, yeah, got a nice little copper set down there. Um, <clears throat> no, man, I'm feeling good about the market. I was blessed to be able to be forced to take profits, um, and I stuck it all in Thor, which did an amazing job for me. It has like an average right now of like almost 1467 on my soul allocation. So I think it was able to accumulate like almost 400 soul for me there. And that was just like, you know, and uh, speakeasy trade five has been doing well that account i haven't touched in years i looked at that i said oh wow that was nice um but the market overall nft wise i think solana nfts has like five or six projects that are primed to just move on the next bull swing that's kind of like no-brainers at this moment um eth nfts i never really touched much i'm actually looking to uh sell my pfp it's listed um just because i have other d gods and i'm looking to kind of that's like almost what i'm asking is close to a 1500 soul so I want, i'm looking to bridge that right over um and, and, and make some moves here but yeah i think it's a great we're in a market it's an exciting market for people that aren't over leveraged that have other streams of income and or money on the side and aren't pressed to really make money at the moment right this is a great market for people in that position because you're just kind of picking and choosing and watching and listening and setting your bets up for the next bull swing this is kind of my favorite part of the market right because this is where the money's made not when you're hearing about everything right so like right now it's kind of cool right I, I like to kind of sleep back into the cracks kind of listen to spaces here and there and, and look at some charts and, and see where we're going macro wise you know it, it's, it's very intense right like we have Full manipulation. We have big scale companies coming in um, that once you're crypto, right? You guys got to remember, big money moves slow and they started moving years ago. So you're just starting to see those tides starting to ripple in right to the shore. You're looking up and you're saying, oh, wow, it looks like maybe a storm's brewing. A storm's been brewing for years now. So you're just starting to see those tides shift. So I think macroeconomic wise, like we're, we're sitting in a very turmoil spot, a lot of volatility to be had. But then again, shorting, longing the market's all there. So I think we're in a very pivotal point of a market because a lot of people are getting tired 
over leveraged and scared and leaving the market and they're going to miss the most pivotal part happens every time right guys so i think just lock in take a little bit of a break if you need to not too much but there's there's positions to be had right now that will will really set you up i think and i believe yep i i wholeheartedly agree i let's i'm going to talk about the biggest news first uh to me and I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know how much you guys have been keeping up because it hasn't really been our job. We haven't had to do so. I've I literally just been heisting and, you know, identifying a few plays here and there. But, um, they, dude, I've, it's actually been fantasy football for me. I have digested so much fantasy football knowledge. I, I cannot. It's all I think about. It's literally taking over Web3 for me. But I am so excited because I'm sliding you like 50 soul before my season. I'm going to have Bison draft for me and everything. It's going to be great, bro. I got my key right here, dude. I'm, I've, I'm right. Dropped, I've dropped $1,500 on underdog fantasy. Um, <laughs> like just, just drafting on these $5, $25 drafts. Like it's it's literally every single night that you can find me on one. But um, we don't have to talk about my degeneracy there. Let's talk about the biggest news in Web3, which is uh, the Bitcoin ETF, um, which is BlackRock coming in. It's not nobody. This is yes. BlackRock. This is Papa BlackRock, the, the leader of all assets in the world, is coming in with – and they keep in mind, they have never been rejected for an ETF ever. So if they're coming in and they're saying now is the time, there's a, a few things. One, I am so excited, right? This is the clear pathway, something we have been on since 2017, 2018, had so many times just – uh, like the SEC has rejected time after time. BlackRock is the leader of this. Like, I don't see them doing anything that wouldn't be a surefire bet. And the, the one part of me is super excited. The other part of me is like, this is such smelly fuckery going on in this market. Because that stinks to high heavens, right? We're going to FUD Binance. We're going to FUD Coinbase. We're going to lower the price. And then we're going to announce our, our ETF. That stamp, yeah. dude. That, yeah. that reek. So that's just my tinfoil hat. Your real estate guru brother and i don't know if anyone doesn't know that right you live and breathe that my question to you is you seen 10 years ago blackrock start their journey through real estate and where it is now how much they own how much they've kind of monopolized you see that now with crypto you don't and that's right so you guys got to understand that right they don't want to buy at premiums if they want to do with what they did with real estate just look at history it doesn't it, it, it doesn't repeat but it rhymes um, and, and now you can kind of look to the future, the, the future and say, all right, what are they doing now? They're starting with crypto. Right. And, and I just think you can kind of read between the lines there just to double off what Bison said. But I'm just curious of what you think about that, baby, that correlation. Uh, well, 100 percent black. Like I said, BlackRock's the king. You're 100 percent correct. We saw I think it was in 2012. Right. 2012 is when you had a bunch of these institutions because uh, we haven't really seen institutions went into commercial real estate, right? Like they stayed out of residential. They might have apartment complexes and stuff, but it was usually mom pops shops and everything like that. Um, especially with the advent of like Airbnb and, you know, a lot of these different ways and mediums to uh, rent out stuff. We started seeing a lot more institutional interest in, in residential. And that's why we've seen just such a massive linear parabolic, you know, run up of, of home prices, but they did. It was BlackRock. It was American Homes for Rent. It was the Progress Residential. It was, you know, yada, 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 JWB. Um, all these in, like corporate investors came in from 2012 to 2015 and just bought up everything. And BlackRock was one of the leaders of that. I think this is just another way, shape, and form that, like, th this is textbook by the fear 
or make the fear if you're as big as them. Like, I mean, it really is just that big. And so, you, you know, you have all this fear and sell off of assets. And if Bitcoin can go in, you know, start expecting stuff like um, what they haven't labeled, um, you know, security, which would be ETH, Litecoin, Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin Cash was another one I saw, and I shout out AD because I didn't even think about that. But uh, Bitcoin Cash, if you're taking that side of uh, the route, but I don't know. I, I do see this as massive for crypto assets. Um, it may take a while for it to catch up to Sol or any of these L1s that aren't ETH or anything like that until you know they finally throw out that they aren't a security. But I don't know. It's massive for me. Dor, what do you think about this news? Yeah, man, it's huge. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, TriFi guy, so I'm not going to be here saying, oh, an ETF is super bullish, blah, blah, blah. But I do know that it will allow institutions and people to access it more easily than other means. Is, is that right, Bison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it okay, just, cool. It, it's more securely, yeah. too. Like yeah. it, it is, you know, an electronically tra a traded fund. Um, they don't have to worry about like it gives them more custodial exposure without having to hold the asset or anything like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They worry about BlackRock doing it, right? And they're, okay. they're just like, I got exposure. It's kind of like GPTC um, with Grayscale kind of gave them exposure. This is just more legitimate, a bigger way to get way more funds into the door. Yeah. So for me, um, I, I Joe, what you said earlier was like spot on, man. Uh, you mentioned, well, whenever he comes back, I'll continue to talk about it, though. But what Joe mentioned, like, what, several months ago, I think it was might have been after the FTX crash. It's like he was mentioning how all this FUD was going around, how everybody felt that crypto was going to zero and all this legislation was talking about coming out, ending crypto, all this other crap. And Joe was one of the first people to say, it's like, look. All they're trying to do is take your crypto. And I just see that as a prime opportunity now. If you let them scare you out of your bags and you're going to buy back in at the next top, don't let them do that. They, uh, they want to, you to buy from them. Make them buy from you. So yeah. you're already here. You're already at the bottom. Even like people were freaking out when Soul dropped from 15 to 20. Like, dog, that drop wasn't nothing. I've been here since 240 back down to $8, man. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, this is not over. Like, so, um, but yeah, man, I, while there are positives, as uh, there are also negatives. And one of those negative things are them monopolizing or potentially monopolizing a significant portion of crypto. But uh, that's also good for the individuals who held the bags throughout all of this. So, yeah, man, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think this is just another way along the path of, uh, of mass adoption. Oh, 100%. And a side note is it's interesting because as opposed as people are in the States to crypto, I've been finding people abroad who are a lot more open to receiving payment in Bitcoin. Like around Mexico, you'll find a bunch of places who accept Bitcoin in payment. Our, like our landlord was like, oh, you're paying Bitcoin? That's all day. I'll take that. <laughs> That's beautiful. And that's mm -hmm. how it should be. And especially mm -hmm. in a lot of these, we're just so, look, the reason the U.S. is so against it is because we are the world reserve currency or mm -hmm. we're, we're kind of on our downfall. I've been saying this in so many spaces, but uh, Ray Dalio's book, uh, Big Debt Cycles and, and just how world reserve currency life cycles last, we're coming up to the tail end of it for the U.S. dollar. hundred percent. It's not even close. Easily. And we're seeing it. Yeah, and, and, like, and, and Bison, I think what people forget, dude, is like we spend the most money we can on defense, right? Military defense. That is not to protect anything but the dollar because we have nothing yep. backing it but the trust within the government that is that is giving it out. That's all we have. 
So, so in order to yep. keep that, that is why they're dumping money. And if you just hear the little things that are coming together, like like Dorian saying about you know other vendors and such taking other payments, people trading in other currencies now that they used to trade for the dollar for 50, 60, 70 years. Like it, it's a realization that has to happen. That is not fun to happen when you're from the USA, right? And you're Amer- like it's not a great realization, a paradigm shift to happen. Your body doesn't want it to happen, but you got to really start hedging yourself because this is a actuality that is happening in front of our eyes right so it's like you've got to really kind of take a step back and, and take your emotions out of it and protect yourself financially but, yep dude but the thing is it's like the u.s has been so opposed to crypto it's the this market's not going to stop let's say u.s does pass some brutal legislation that really hurts american development guess what this is a global economy, dog. This thing's going to keep on moving. So all you're going to do is keck yourself. And then 10 years down the line, it's going to be like, oh, man, well, now that X country's got the lead on this, how can we claw power back? Nah, dog, it ain't going to work like that. So instead of like being such a, like having a boomer mentality, not in age, but in thought, it's like just adapt with the times and, and, and embrace them and become a forefront leader in this emerging industry. Yeah, I, yeah I, they and they won't. It's just a power yeah. grasp. And they literally like Ray lays it out in his book. Exactly what happens. This is this is reactionary fear mongering um, sort of like we are trying to preserve as much power as possible rather than, hey, let's help, you know, be innovative and do all this stuff. I think, you know, somebody from the BRICS is coming up for that, but I'm, we're getting way too into macroeconomic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I'm going to go down here. a deep hole here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we so could, but uh, uh, the real question I want to ask is, Bitcoin is ripping right now, uh, up from its lows of about 25,000 to now yes. we are just crossing into 28,000. Hey, Guys, what do you think, what do you think this is going to do to ordinals? Because that's the real question I have here for a lot yeah. of people, and I'm sure that is applicable. Yeah, yeah man. dude, I, go ahead, Joe. No, 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 go ahead, Dor. No, you're you're yeah. you're OMB, baby. You take this by <laughs> by default. <laughs> um, for so for ordinals, I like to say we'll see the same pattern as what we saw on Soul and um, ETH, or at least Soul. I can't speak too much on ETH, as when price goes up, uh, number NFT floor prices pull back. But honestly, dude, I don't know. I say that because a the market's so young. Um, and the projects that are, are around, people are long-term believers in them. So while we might see a small pullback in floor prices, we might not see as significant as uh, typically on Solana. Also, due to the friction, it is not easy to list things and do trading as quickly on Bitcoin as it is on Sol. And I think that's one of the another reasons why we see floor prices drop exponentially in any type of volatile movement on Solana is just because of the the less friction on the chain. So man, it, it's really hard for me to say, but um, I, I do think just based off of historical, like um, what's been happening in the past, we'll do, we'll see a pullback in some of these floor prices and then some of them rebound and some of them won't. Honestly, most of them won't because most of the stuff on ordinals is straight garbage right now. Not, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this is just a, just, gold rush phase mm-hmm. that no matter if you're bitcoin or Every some chain. new chain you can't really avoid mm-hmm. um we're gonna see a lot of grifters and stuff over there i think if if we haven't already i mean a lot of yeah. people i've seen that are known grifters are doing it over here i'm just looking at the launch pad over on magic Eden for bitcoin um and just looking at some of this stuff i'm just like what on Trash, earth dude. is like if this is if this is supposed to be the new paradigm i don't want any part of it and i'll just no. stay over on solana you know um like i dude but we could talk about the OMB 
uh, stuff door. Like, while we got you, God yeah. bless, crushed it, sir, crushed it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I try not to talk about it a lot. I mean, like, it was honestly it's still kind of surreal. The, you better the worst throw that O and B out on the table. That was. <laughs> I dude, it's just like it, it's so crazy, man. I didn't even sell. That's even crazier that I'm not selling. So I'm either a genius or an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also kind of hard to sell too. I, it, it which is, comes with a smaller is. collection at this price, especially in mm -hmm. in this economy. You yeah. know, like it's a uh, it's tough. But no, I I mean, yeah. look, you parsed out of your cost and got plenty of return. Yeah. You got to go to the beach yeah. and everything like that. You still hold on to it. And, oh, by the way, yeah. do you get a green eyes white list? Uh, the ZK hasn't confirmed it, but it's looking like uh, from what people in the Discord are theorizing, and it could change, ZK's initial image released an airdrop. So if you have a green and red eyes, you're going to get an airdrop of greens, which I'm. it's probably going to be in double digits, dog. People with red and blue eyes might be getting between 12 to 15 green eyes, dog. Just airdrop to them. Okay. So, and I think if you're a uni holder like myself and other people who have either a red or blue, they might be getting dropped potentially. I don't know ZK's wild card. I don't know what he's doing, but potentially drop between two to five. So like he ZK understands the market. So he's not going to do anything to hurt the collection and hurt the potential value that the holders can get. And the holders understand that too. So I, I would think that even if, at worst, these things run 0.2 to 0.3, but I think these things will be extremely liquid around that 0.3 to 0.6 BTC range. Everybody's probably going to ape into these things like mad people. So if you're a person who gets airdropped or at least whitelisted these things, that's easy two to three X, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. So like these things can cook. And that's another reason like why I'm a little bit apprehensive about trying to sell my red eyes because if I can I already made 0.6 BTC from my blue eyes, if I can make another Bitcoin or so from some green drops, I'll take that all day, man. Uh, yeah, I can't really complain about that. Yeah. Um, shout out, shout out. I hey, mean, that man. was a great call. And uh, look, I, I do think, look, I think right now we're going to go into the consolidation phase after mm -hmm. all the shit is inscribed and minted yep. and we, we stop talking about rare sets and anything. It's just going to ultimately it's going to be who's doing the coolest shit and who yep. garners the most attention. And yep. I mean, the clearest bets to me are ZK, uh, Chart Boo, yep. and yeah, so Bitcoin yep. Bandits, um, and, uh, and then Taproot oh, Wizards, whenever that comes out. Yep, yep, Udi's, Udi's yep. in there, and then yep. um, OXBT, whatever collection that yep. looks like. I, you know, I imagine yep. that will, those outside of that, I would not want to be holding ordinals right now. And in fact, I probably wouldn't even want to be holding ordinals, um, just no. because if this thing rips, like, and I'm talking, this news is massive. We've been trying to push for an ETF for six years you know six freaking years of an etf it's not approved yet but it's blackrock right i mean like i don't i don't i don't expect them not to hit with this no um, they only then and they had they were rejected once in 2014 but it was off of a basically they they only wanted to get quarterly reports and not daily like the sec wanted in 2014 before they were really known and that's why they got rejected. So, like, people were saying, like, yeah, they've been rejected for it. Not really, to be honest with you, right? It was more of less, like, like when you go and sign up for the state police and they're, like, rejecting you because it's like, we want to see your value, a valor. Are you going to sign up the next year and the next year? Then we'll let you in. That type of deal, right? So I, I don't see them really being rejected here in any front. So, yeah, I, I think we it's something we have to start to gear up for. And what does it look like, though, right? Because 
the self-sovereignty decentralization uh, that we love and, f and came into the space for, it, it could be skewed and sent into a different direction for, for eternity, right? Like, so it's a lot of these things we have to think about um, regardless of like, you know, validators being ran and Bitcoin doing what it needs to do regardless of price action or multiple, you know, as long as we have one validator running somewhere in the world, um, I think the decentralization comes from one entity owning a mass majority that can be market made and 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 so forth. So, yeah, it's it's a lot to it's a lot on the horizon, but all that speculation gears up for extreme volatility, and that's in the favor of us. Yeah, I so I I think my thing with like central authority holding so much and whatnot, to, to me this is actually good because I know a lot of Chinese entities hold way more that BlackRock can probably get, even get their hands on right now. And that's just because, you know, mining was so profitable for Bitcoin for so long uh, until they shut it down. Like basically the Chinese government shut it down and then um, now we're opening it back up and it seems like a much more open economy. I, I'm just curious because if we reject this, if we reject this ETF from BlackRock, uh, to me, that just is a clear signal that the U.S. wants zero, zero to do with crypto and this is going to be the least crypto friendly nation in the world, in my opinion. Like, I, I honestly believe that because it, it, you could not come from a more legit entity with this. So I don't know. All right. Dumb beating a dead horse. We talked about the ETF. It is massive. Like, guys, please do your homework on this. This this could be the start of the next bull run and poor Doors connection. I don't know what's going on over here, but um, the, the boy keeps going in and out. So. Anywho, let's talk about some NFTs, Joe. Let's talk about some NFTs. I actually let's do think do it, this brother. is a, a good time to start look, be looking at this. First off, we can talk about Mad Lads. I, you want to talk about Mad Lads? It was it was um, uh, David McCrab, David or a Mad Crab, David or whatever his name is over on Twitter. Basically, bought like four hundred Mad Lads, swept them all the way up to one hundred and five. Um, They've come down since, obviously, when something runs up that hard, especially in this market, people are always going to take the opportunity to buy back in. So not sure what was going on over there, but that made up like half the volume uh, for the entire Solana ecosystem because we're at, what, 111 or so, according to TXO. Outside of that, zero monkey business. Since we've been gone, on an absolute tear. I mean, you get some cooldown periods, you think it's over. And ZMB is just going to run. I, I obviously related to OMB just because it's the same artist with Tony. Still wanted to have uh, Tony was supposed to come on um, a couple weeks ago or you know a few weeks ago and, and never did. So we're going to have to reschedule him at some point. Clanosaurus with a nice run up, dude. I'm telling you right now, I have a floor alert for croissants, right? Croissants, and it's been going crazy. It's been going well, you know, like up 10 percent, up 10 percent, up 10 percent, and I think armor's coming soon. Joe, um, I, I think Armor's coming soon. Yeah, and it's I, right on the cusp there. Yeah, I think I think Armor is going to be a, a bigger event than people are realizing. Um, and it feels like everything's in motion. We start seeing a lot of like they opened up their TikTok, which actually is super bullish to me. This is, you know, they, if yeah. this is their, you know, pudgy taking I, over. I gift think of Angry Birds, right? I do think of Angry Birds trajectory game tiktok social then movie right and um i kind of think of that trajectory and if you think about clanosaurs in the same right you kind of not fixing the wheel but kind of like you know you want more tread you want more speed there's all different ways to do a wheel you don't need to change the the, the actual infrastructure of that wheel 
And I think they're they're pursuing a route much like Angry Birds, and I, I do think they have that chance. So, like, yeah, that's another one, man, like, that's in this range of – I don't think it's going lower than 45 soul, you know, at these prices. I don't think 45 to 55 soul is probably that macro accumulation uh, to get your beak wet for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, dude. It, it was every time it went sub 50 or if it went into the low 50s or anything like that, it was usually always a good time to buy. I still think there's higher multiple plays out there, but if you want the like a safe medium to long term, set it and forget it, throw it in your ledger, throw it in your whatever wallet you want to use and just be like, I'll check in on this in a couple of months. I don't think there's a safer play in crypto right now, or especially on Solana NFTs. Door, how, what are you looking at right now? Because we have a lot to talk about. I mean, there's 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 quite a bit, but I, I just want to talk about yeah. NFTs for a second. Yeah. So primarily what I'm looking at on, like, I'm not looking at anything on Ordinals right now. Like, nothing. On Solana, I'm Bodagos, like, all day, every day. Like, if you don't ape into that, I like, I don't know what else to, to tell you. Like, I don't know where the floor is going to be, but I plan on sweeping some. Uh, Klanos is just a good bet. I know uh, I cut out there for a second, but I heard you guys talking about armor. I'm thinking about buying back into a golden claymaker. Just because whenever armor does release, um, yeah, those things are going to freaking send. Another one I'm looking at is uh, Gen 3 for SMB. I think those are easy bet in my opinion. If you're able to enter the raffle and uh, I don't know, I don't think Gen 3 is going to hit like 100 soul. I, I just don't see it. But I do think that if you're trying to get in a monkey DAO and you're able to get it for like 20 to 30 soul, that's a still for me. Like it, it's a no brainer. And because I'm in monkey DAO, I do plan on uh, minting, obviously, my whitelist buying more whitelists as much as possible, and then entering the rest of the liquidity I have into the whitelist raffles in hopes of me getting some more at that. And then I just plan on trading that. But uh, those are the primary upcoming things that are those the things that I'm looking at in the market. And also, I know I'm going to segue into heist because I cannot talk more highly about the heist, man. Like, Dude, this bear market, nothing has been going on. It's like all this time where things were trading sideways. We even saw chimps go down to, I think, 11, 10 or 11 soul. Dude, you should have just been playing the heist, man. Like, I've been playing since Mint, made up well over my cost basis, bought more chimps, made the cost basis back for that, been just accumulating Nana at the bottom. Nana's pumped. I, I just don't know what else to say. What, 37% of the total supply has been burnt so far? And you're going to need it for season two. People don't realize Heist's been out for about, what, two months now? Almost? Yeah. Season two is going to be coming another two months. So I'm just going to be collecting Nana all during that time. I've been finally keeping spreadsheets. And I think during the month of up so far from the 1st to the 20th, I made about a grand in Nana. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I dude, today I literally ripped, what, like $500 worth of Nana if, I, if you wanted to view it as that. Yeah. I... For me, I mean, look, it, keep a bag of Nana, invest some into the game, like, and, and profit take. Like, I will yep. always tell you profit take. Like, you guys, if there is value on the token, you could take profit and start de-risking so you can just mm -hmm. hold a bag of heist because I promise you we got stuff cooked up for season two. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's going to be nice. But let's talk about Bodagos. I, I yep. definitely want to talk about Bodagos because – Holy cow, I am so excited. The day's finally here. I was trying to get easy on the show, so now I'm going to fud just a little bit. I'm going to be a little less nice on, on my critique for it, but um, yeah, I'm so excited for Badagos. And I got to say, 
you know, I, I've been talking back and forth with Easy for a while, and you know, they've been going back and forth on art. He showed me a bunch of iterations, asked me which ones I like. This was this was it for me. Yeah, there wasn't anything that touches the cuteness and simplicity mm-hmm. of this. That the last time, the last thing we saw, the last time we saw anything that's of similar anything to this was fruits. And I know you can make yeah, as yeah. much fun of it as you want to. Fruits aren't slapped. Dude, yeah, there's still good. some people who use the fruits PFP because mm-hmm. it's so simple and and just fun. And I can see this being you know widely attracted to. Uh, a broad audience so mm-hmm. for me this was everything i wanted it to be it's so beautiful it's so simple it's just one breed for right now but they are going to release more and more but we've seen a lot of iterations of art and i'm excited with how it turned out um i think it looks good as a pfp and i think it's going to be cheap enough that people are going to be able to ape into this um and we're going to see this rapid price appreciation like we saw with do you see bomba clot literally went up to like yeah. 20 soul from half a soul mint or whatever it was like that's a 40x dude yeah these low soul mints are cooking right now uh, the other one too uh what was it it was like 183,000 supply or something um, Oh, the faceless the faceless yes. you're talking about 350k 350k yeah. supply yeah those cooked Shake, yep. Gad, Shake, Smokey. See, this is why y'all need to be in Cyber Samurai. We were talking about these, it's, like, Shake and Smoke. Go ahead. No, bro, it's it's just a simple psychology. It's so yeah. funny to see people. You start at a low entry price, and then you, you see FOMO with, within that happen, and they do it to themselves. It's such a low entry price that they throw money. Then it's a soul. Then it's, oh, it's just a soul. And the next thing you know, you're, you're three soul from a .005 soul mint, like a free, right? And it's just like, I think that's what is needed to be done more in a bear market by teams that can actually show that they can recycle that fun back into the actual project, right? Because it is fun to do these, but like, what are these projects holding? I know the one Bombacot is Polygon. On, they might have a whole system that they're recycling into but I, I don't think it's a bad idea just to throw money makers out there for yourself and for others and then but show a real true use case for that utility right for that money that you are making from fees or market making or whatever such you drop in these projects so i think there's a case to be made actually for these type of projects during the bear market that are done by actually reputable projects some would say that's counterintuitive than what you would usually think but i think that's actually a spot for it to be honest yeah yeah i think fun is the name of the game right now and for some people fun looks like just cheap dj mints that mm-hmm. they can throw mm-hmm. some stuff into a wallet and just have fun with the faceless was a good example yep. drip is doing stuff um we now have I, I don't know if you got some in your wallets but we have me cartridges um which oh, yeah. is going to be their version i guess it's going to be like a boost for their me jump game which is how they're going to allocate whitelist for migos it's just one of many ways right for migos for blocksmith um, this is all fun. And I know with Bodagos, there's going to be gamification with the breed style and what you can do with it and how long you keep it, you know, in the, the dog house or something like that. I don't, I don't know. The last time I checked with easy, that's what it was going to be. But, um, I, fun is the name of the game right now. It, it ain't rocket science, just something to do, mm-hmm. something to trade, something to market make. I mean, I'm market making with racks right now. And I got to say, I been cooking on fees, dude. The APY on, on this that's thing dope. is like, 300%. So, uh, you know, anything you can do right now just to have fun, keep your liquidity intact and and make money is is just it's beautiful. So, um but we're seeing this across the board. ZMB was literally one soul and rocketed up to 3 38.5. Uh yep. Foxbite just minted today. It was a, a I think a sub one soul, maybe one soul mint. It's now at 3.19. Um, we now have you know, like you, I guarantee you're gonna see it. Region 79. I saw some people calling that. That was like 
um, a, a nothing burger on on cost. It was like a 0.25 sold mint, and now it's at 1.7. I mean, the the name of the game right now, when we have these metas, is low sold mints. And if you want to play that game, uh, look, there's there's people that are way better at that than I am. Like I, I don't have my mm-hmm. eater to the ground like that, but nope. I think compression NFTs, CNFTs, which Tensor now, you know, you can trade on Tensor. We see this with dialect sticker packs too. A lot of people are trying to collect those sticker packs. Um, they, uh, yeah, they're they're cooking. I think this is going to be the route to go. And this is one of the reasons I'm a little scared of SMB Gen 3. Not saying it won't cook, mm-hmm. not saying it's not going to go, you know, to the moon or anything like that, because I do think there is a ton of value. It's just, do you want the risk of minting that right now? I'm going to go into the raffle. I'm 100% going to go into the raffle. Why not? If I get my money back, great. If I don't make it, and if I do make it, yeah. I think 20 souls is a fair price for Gen 3 and what, you know, Monkey Dow provides to the community. But um, yeah. I, I'm just wondering where the, where, where the liquidity is going to come for, for a 15K collection. Let's go door and then Joe. I don't know if you guys can hear me still. Yeah, You broke up from yeah, me twice in the past. So, uh, I thought he broke up for both of us, Dor. Could you hear him? That was me. That was me. All right. Sorry. I can't see door. I can hear you, Bison, but you did break up the pat like the last five seconds of that. I heard fifteen thousand collection at the end, and that was about it. Yeah, it was fifteen thousand collection, and then the high mint price that goes with it. Did you hear all that? For for amigos, correct? No, 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 no. For Gen three SMB. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did hear all that. Yeah. So, okay. are you asking my opinion on that? Yeah, like audience. Are, are, I'm sorry. Would you mint? Would you? What are you going to okay. do with that? So for me, to be honest with you, I will play secondary. Um, I just think there's a lot of what ifs and they're asking a lot of soul. Of course, they did a lot of work without pay. Then others are saying, you know, the pay was was subsidized to whitelist and other guaranteed things that the that they got. I just think there's a lot of what ifs. And, uh, you know, the original the first four thousand is going to mint at a, at a pretty uh, sizable re- reduction of cost. So there, there could be some flips being done. I mean, I think people are wanting to take profits if they've held SMB for a while, especially through all of this. And I don't know, it just scares me um, a little bit as an investor to reach out and maybe get a Gen 2 now as well, because it's kind of like, are you stuck with that? And there's just too many what ifs as an investor and trader for me to go and allocate, you know, 50 to 200 sold to try to like sweep or get a few that I could play with. So I think I'll wait for secondary and I might be proven wrong through price action, right? And then I'll reevaluate. But well, I, think I think I might take a back seat, B, until secondary, brother. I think I think that's – well, for the most part, it's going to be what I do. I am going to enter the raffle just because if, if I get one at raffle price and it goes nuclear, you know, goes up to 100 or yeah, replicates Utes prices, then at least I have some exposure. But I think if I get into the raffle, great. If I don't get in, I'm, I'm taking a back seat. And I'll just watch it from the sidelines and we'll see what happens. I think SMBs – Love SMBs. I think there is not a more diehard loyal community in Solana right now than SMBs uh, since we lost D-Gods and everything like that. Because uh, I would say that was only the only group that really rivaled SMB loyalty. And that, that would be where I would come in. Like, try your hand at a raffle. If you got 20 soul on hand and you want to play that, that's going to be what I do. But outside of that, I'm I'm waiting for like a lot of price history on, on secondary before I – because I – I don't know. I don't know what happens. And one of the big value premises for SMB is like the pre-sale and whitelist and tight knit community and all that good stuff. And when you go to a 15 K collection, it's like, 
well, you know, is there going to be a hierarchy? Is SMB, you know, V2 going to shit on, you know, SMB V3? And like, what, what does that hierarchy look like? And so I think that's really the big question for me. Dor, are you back yet? Can you hear all that? We can't. Oh, oh, he's gone. Oh, God. Door's pulling Yeah, I heard most of that B. I don't know how, like, I'm coming across to you guys. There we go. There we go. I hear you now. What's that? I hear you now. Yeah, you're good, brother. Oh, bro. His connection is so bad today. Yes, he's pulling he's a joke. Pulling me. He's pulling That's to okay. me. That's but okay. no, what, I agree with you, Bison. I, I think actually I, you might have changed. I think I'll probably try at the raffle as well, just because the risk to reward is there. It, it truly is. Um, yeah. Because they do have the extra capital to kind of start cranking out some shit. We've seen them in turmoil for a while, stuck in the mud. But they have so many subsidies that are like done by community members that like you see what happens with Utes and DGOVs and D-Athletics, all these other things already. Like there's monkey ventures for freaking everything, like financial, economics, music, like you, you name it, they got it. So there is a chance that if they do have some capital, they could crank some really cool stuff. But what happens like with the gen? So I guess they would just have to incentivize Gen 2 more always to keep the hierarchy, to keep the structure of said community. Because if you let the Gen 2 die out slowly, it, it kind of kills the brand in my eyes. Yeah. Like you have to keep that as the, you know, they, they get the two versus the one type of deal. This is this is my biggest gripe, I think, because I, I don't even mind the 15K collection. It is the, it's, they decided to go more the Tayo and Tayo infants route versus the uh, D gods and then completely separate IP of Utes. And I wish they did that route. One, they probably wouldn't have been so entangled with the, you know, have to buy the IP and, you know, worry about the loan. And that's why they're getting a lot of liquidity um, to pay back Soul Big Brain for buying the, the IP. And I like, to me, it's just like, you could have made a second IP um that was separate but you know still same same but different like d gods and utes and i think that's that's kind of where i was like man why didn't you just do that you would have been two mil richer and i have to pay back you know um sbb on that loan and you could have done more with that money i don't know that's just like my two two cents on it to me i'd rather allocate like i said i'm gonna go into the raffle I like, I'm not going to fade monkey doubt by any means. I think they have plans up their, their sleeve and everything like that. Like you said, monkey ventures has an arm for everything. And I think they're only going to expand, especially when they actually have money on hand, but I'm more interested in stuff like Bodogos. I think there's just a higher multiple there in a trading perspective, right? Um, I think it's going to be reasonably priced and it's not going to be a 20 soul entry. It's going to be no, like a three soul entry, you it's know, gonna like, be, and it's got a real, thought process behind it like i don't think people are realizing like litters and all different types of, of i mean like did you see the comic book that dropped the trailer today yeah that, sick. dude so you know sick. what i'm saying like and we haven't had any real since clayno you remember when clayno was pumping out content and that whole feel to that market at that moment i just think with easy i mean he kind of cross bridge to eth is there and i think any other project we've seen with that nature, right? Let's say for people that just enter the market, right? We had OVOs that had some ETH love, right? We had obviously Mad Lads that had some ETH love, Klanos that had some ETH love, uh, OK Bears back, you know, full love ETH was kind of their mainstay. And uh, you, any of these projects that kind of have that crossover with one lead figure to them, it's not like a DAO. 
It is a you can look at Easy and know Easy. He's dots. People have met Easy. People love Easy. I think you start to see the Nifty Portal family, and I, I think there's a true case to be made, rather you're biased or not, but just from an all-out liquidity event, right? Of more more people touching their wallets to just engage with this mint or secondary is going to be there. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. I think now the question is obviously everyone's buying when is the question, right? When and how is really like, like what do you do, right? You leveraging yourself, you loaning some out, or are you, are you looking for a set price, watching price action live? So it's going to be fun because we're thinking this, so is every other trader, and that's how price action moves up, right? Because everyone's starting to FOMO and not try to catch a bot, and it just kind of rolls down the hill like shit on a stick and just gathers as we go, so. Yeah, Um yeah, a hundred percent. I, I, I don't know. We just got so much coming on the horizon, and I, I'm starting to see buyers uptick, and you know the metrics are pointing to at least a little relief rally over here in NFT land. Um, and it's nice because you know Papa Bitcoin is is dragging up the underlying asset market. We're now at sixteen and a half versus fifteen, or even in the fourteens we saw. Yeah, uh, for Solana with so BTC dominance with that fifty percent. So that, like, yeah which is great to see that price movement on the alts with, with dominance grabbing percentage like that is really, really cool to see. Like strength-wise, you know, there's accumulation happening. There's real volume. It's not fake volume, market-making volume. It's actually real volume to push us up from the lows of 12 up to 16. Um, gathering 15.28 is a big level for me on this weekly, about four-ish days left, I think, on the weekly close. But yeah, I think we see a double black swan event here with, without a lower low. We can continue a higher low from that first black swan FTX, and then we had our second. I think we can really, really make a case with the Hong Kong wheels cogging, and I, I think we can see a, a bull market starting to like the the essence of it, right? And, and and we go from here. It's just we're live action with it, being we've been here a few cycles, so it's 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 honestly cool to see it happening in the same way, but just with a different background, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot to be excited for. I think Migos, Bodago, Sandbar, Gen 3, SMB, uh, or the Monkeys, I guess is, they want to be called. Um, you know, there's there's a lot. And, and all the DGEN mints that are going to soon follow, there's going to be a lot of liquidity uh, rotating between all these wallets. So let's segue into the last two bits I want to get into. Actually, three. But you mentioned ovals, and I think this is a great yeah. segue because uh, Sniper now – Sniper, not Soul Sniper anymore. Formerly known as Soul Sniper. That's right. Um, we've been hinting at it, and look, I didn't know they they were going to partner up with Elixir, but I I I well, I was in NYC, and anybody who was you know with Max and and Jacob and you know talking to Swerver and stuff, you can see they were talking a good bit. Um, so I had a feeling this this was going to happen, and I know Salami Mommy was, or I guess just Mommy now, he even dropped the Soul out of his name. I I can't keep it straight anymore, but we saw that. There was going to be something, and I wasn't sure when it was going to happen, but they have now announced that they're going to be a marketplace. They are actually going to be an exchange, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be a club, so a central limit order book um, to trade NFTs. It's going to be interoperable between marketplaces and exchanges. Um, this is exciting for me. This is what I think is going to be one. The, like I, I think this is going to be one, our, our third competitor into the market, um, like legitimate, and I think this is going to be the downfall of magic eden like magic eden finally got onto aggregation and everything i just think tensor's a value prop and and then you have now have sniper coming in with the club and oh by the way they've mentioned something about rewards 
this is going to be powerful. And I don't think there's a, that like one, this is a unique value proposition uh, Two, you know, never fade max or anybody over on the sniper team. Um, this is, this is big for me. I think this will actually attract a lot of liquidity for people that are looking for a little bit more of a streamlined uh, process, like possibly even better than tensor. We'll see when it comes out. I'm not going to say that just yet, but I, I think this could be, um, this could be something to watch out for. Uh, speaking of ovals though, they have now gone up to 7.7. They were hitting a low of like seven. I think they might be a buy here. The only problem is like, you look at some of these pools, dude, there's a 27 pool. There's a 205 pool. There's an 11 pool. Like, then this is all on the floor. That's the only thing I'm scared of, but I, I want to get into ovals right now. This is sub 10 soul. Like this is what they minted for. And I think there can be like sniper isn't going to make an NFT collection, but ovals is. And if they're partnering with sniper, I think this can actually be a play. Just be on the lookout for sniper. If you guys have time today, 4 PM Eastern standard time, they actually have a stack space with soul big brain, uh, turned up Dylan Boshi, um, somebody else too. I cannot remember for the life of me, but it's it, doc. So what doc, uh, that's right. Is it is doc dude? How can I forget doc? He's like one of our biggest whales in heist, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no. So it's going to be a stack panel. If you guys have time 4 PM Eastern standard time, make sure you tune in. If not, um, go listen to the recording. Cause I think it'll explain what a club is to a lot of people that are unfamiliar with the actual like TradFi way of trading and everything like that. Like this is going to bring in and usher in a new way of trading NFTs and a very streamlined approach that I think is actually like really interesting, but we'll see how yeah. it all plays out. I'm uh, I'm curious to see how, how it goes. And then the last thing I wanted to get into before we go into a little alpha corner is the banks mint. So banks is publicly minting, I think in a couple of days, but you know, if you already had your fract and your pawn shop nomies, you can convert them over to banks, which is fracks new NFT collection. Do you know anything about this, Joe? Because I don't, I know shakes bullish on it. I, I see a lot of people I respect bullish on it. Um, but I'm yeah. not sure what it is. No, to be honest with you, I have no idea what it is either. Um, I never was a fract holder or a fract participant in any way, shape, or form. Um, I know they're a solid team with a solid track record and, and longevity-based project now with infrastructure that's pretty legit and people love them. So, yeah, I would actually like to know more about it too. But no, I'm not. I'm not too sure what what it is and what value it gives back to the holder. Yeah, yeah. Dor, do you know anything about the the banks mint or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, guy. I'm, how's my video quality and uh, audio real quick? Is it you're like fine. You're, you're okay. fine. No, you're good. No, you're back in it. You're back in yeah. it to win it, brother. Thanks, man. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it, dude. Like, the PFPs are nice from what I've seen. I prefer more simplicity. I, uh, such as, I mean, it's fine. I'm, I guess if it does well, this will be one of the ones I miss. <laughs> yeah, I just... I. What is it? It's basically like a 12 soul min if you go into Fract or Pawn Shop Nomi's yeah. right now. Um, and I think if it hits public, I think it's oh, it's a hundred percent rev share protocol. Tip boy, um, it's a so every bank's is a VIP yeah. pass, a first class user for of the protocol. Banks holders get fee discounts up to a hundred percent free loans, liquidation raffle tickets, referral program boost. Banks is liquid AF. 30% of mint funds are allocated to AMM pools and high LTV, super low interest loans. 
So well, your and yeah, enter, exit, swap, borrow at will. Liquidity is the core base to it. So you're looking at staking, P2P loans, fully fungible li liquidation engine. Wow. So yeah, they're doing top tier art. I guess they're saying as well. So we shall see. Like for me, man, I like I don't want to be the one who's bearish and I'm not budding them. But fracked and pond for a while, dude. And then Sharkify came in and and utilize. So for me, it's I, I think we go back to the thing. There's multiple loan platforms. RevShare is not bullish. If nobody's using your platform, then what Rev Yeah, is going and it's not even RevShare for banks. Yeah. They're hundred yeah. percent RevShare protocol, not a they're not giving that to banks. Yeah. That's just what yeah. they are technically, right? So they're giving you a discount on that yeah. protocol. So yeah, it, I agree, Dor. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, 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 go ahead, B. No, I was I was gonna say, I mean, like it's interesting to me. I could see this being a two X, you know, going up to 20, 25. Oh, sold, yeah. like It'll that. be like, a good yeah. trade. Thirty percent yeah. of mint funds are allocated to literally buying back their nfts right like that's what that is it's for super low interest loans that are allocated to amm pools so that's like almost fourteen thousand soul that's going to be there for traders right and, and people that want to take loans and leverage long and do things like that so i can see it definitely trading well it's just set to right yeah yeah i um i i 100 agree i just look it's going back to my original thesis right now you write a trend the trend is these lower mint costs if I wanted to spend that much soul on something, I am going to go with SMB. I would rather go with the tried and true. Uh, I do think this is a pretty good trade for like a 2X or something like that. But you got to find the liquidity for it. These rev share plays, you know, this may be ushering in another one. And we've seen what Soul Casino did. Dude, it pumped up to 40 soul. So um, yeah, 20K is a lot, though. 20K supply is a lot. Yep. And, um, you know, that's it's a lot of soul that you're trying to get out of the community. Um, I know 50% you're saying is mm -hmm. going into POLs, like protocol owned liquidity. So it's like going to your holders basically, but it's just a lot still, man. It's um, it's a lot. So we, we shall see though. This will give us a good read, at, at, I think, at the least of where we are in the market, to be honest with yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you were as you said, B, it's uh, the meta has been kind of these low... Uh, Call them twelve. Soul is a bit opinion, uh, but you know we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, okay, let's wrap it up, boys. We are at our hour mark. Time flies when you're having fun and coming back in. Yeah, man, it's been a blast. Um, let's talk some alpha. We got a question for you guys. Would you rather have two Klanosaurs or one Mad Lad? Klanos. If we're talking about for upside, Klanos. I uh, uh, I think yeah. both of them are best. Klanos I think Klanos, Klanos. It's hard, but I go, I'll I go tell you Klanos. Klanos, and I'll tell you why on top of that. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, can you hear me? I yeah. My stepping on door. All right, sorry. Enough off stepping on door. Um, Klanos too, and I'll tell you why. For the short-term trader or mid-term trader, Mad Lads has kind of showed its hand, obviously, mm -hmm. right? You have what it's going to be, and then they're going to build out, obviously, something big, and, and they'll let you know. Klanos had its hand. Now it's being reshuffled, and it's about to dish out its fresh three for its hold'em run, right? So I think, like, that is why, right? Because we're back on – we've seen the lows, accumulation from hype incoming, 
And I think just from a trader standpoint, it makes sense for Klanos, man. Yeah. Over yeah, Mad yeah. Lads. No offense yep. to anybody, right? It's just from a strict, unbiased opinion. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think, agree. I think, I, I think, um, Klano is going to, uh, definitely be the, the play there. Um, and we're going to see what happens with it. I, I don't, I don't know. Cause like, look, okay. If Mad Lads breaches 100 and stays above there, like we see it go on a, a D Gods run. And that's the one thing I, I think is like the real up pull for me is, mm-hmm. We, we saw what happened with D gods. Once it broke that hundred soul floor, it, the sky was the limit. You know what I mean? Like it just went parabolic, you know, got a ton of money coming in and I can see this being the collection that's repped by a ton of people. I just, I would rather wait till it holds this hundred soul floor. I'd rather buy yeah. at 120 than yep. buy right now at 90 yep. and watch it reject back down to 60. Yep. I completely agree, dude. And that I was going to hit something similar. Like I'm not a TA master, but I'm like, I rather buy up instead of buying uh, early sometimes. And Mad Lads was one of those cases. Like it, what its initial ran up, almost hit a hundred, pulled back to like that 60, that 40 range. Didn't catch it then. Um, still watching it running back up towards a hundred. I'm fine. Like not getting in that 40. Yeah, it sucks, but it ain't the end of the world. Um, so if it can hold that hundred range, I'll buy in probably two or three then and uh chill but if we're talking about for more uh for i guess lesser time frame trading uh i just still think clanosaurus has more potential in the short term because of the points joe hit on like we know things that are coming for them and it's been a bit since they had any major announcement so as soon as they make a tweet or reference anything those things are going to run yep i 100 agree um Okay, guys, I mean, we can get into some alpha if you want to. Go ahead and share one collection that you have your eye on that is just like laser focus until we get to Bodagos because that's where all my liquidity is going. But if you had to pick one collection, what are you looking at right now? We'll go door first and then Joe. Uh, One collection, man. Once again, heist. <laughs> my trading style uh, long and slow, man. No need to rush it. It's cooking, dude. It's been cooking for two months now. So heist, easy, easy. All right, fair enough. Love the call, Joe. What do you got? Honestly, super easy. Cyber frogs. I've uh, peeked behind the veil, and what they have in the next three months is they'll probably be one to two of the top uh, projects on Solana, in my opinion. So yeah, that'll be that's my vote. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, I love both of those calls. I definitely, dude. Cyber frogs. I it. I think at this point, it, you're just doing yourself a disservice if you don't hold one um just with the access to thor and and what you get Dude, from it but. they gave you buys under 14 dollars for solano on the daily way way back before anything like and you know and it just kind of like yeah just one frog alone gets you so much incoming though that's come like and btc liquidity is coming right there's btc actual software mm-hmm. service going to be dropped for their ordinal project that's coming as well and it's going to be not low sucking liquidity it's going to be a legit actual utility that'll be part of it and also you get all the benefits as well but like an actual unique utility that will help you stack sats as a bitcoin lover so i just think there's a lot behind the veil that people aren't thinking about because they don't care about the mass hype they care about rewarding their holders so as long as their holders know what they're doing the the mass isn't going to know right because that's not their play their play isn't weaponized speculation their play is just provide utility and they know eventually the the mass adoption will come for them so that's where my i'm like a door right now man i'm really betting the long term with uh with cf here with cyber frogs mm-hmm. yeah i i completely agree um i'm trying to look at collections because i like both of those calls right now i don't even know why i was asking this because i don't really have a call right now 
really all my sports <laughs> podagos. But if I gun to my head, if I had to pick something, um, I would probably go into Klanosaurus, but that's just a really yeah. high play, and I don't want to allocate lick to that right now. If I want to play on the lower side of things, I would probably go with ovals. And I know that goes against my like if if this sniper partnership hits, if sniper is a success and they are partnered with ovals and ovals get some way, shape, or form benefit of that. I, I think that is look, it's it's at seven soul. Like these things were at 40 at one point in time. Yeah, and I like Swerver. I love the sniper team. Um, to me, I think this is about as low as they go. And I really I but I've been calling that for a while. And so I'm I'm afraid to call it again, but just looking at this, like, bro, it's it's three soul below what their mint price was. Um, I to me, it just feels like a buy. And you know, if I miss out, I'll have my finger ready on the sell now trigger, and you know, I'll take the the marginal loss I can. But I think I'm gonna go with some ovals until we get Bodagos. Then I'm just gonna literally throw all my liquidity in there. Um, Bodagos to 50 soul minimum, and uh, that's it. That's that's how we play it. So, thank you guys. Seriously, first show back. We're going to get yeah, back man. into it. Normal schedule, Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on YouTube, on all of our Twitters. Uh, you can also catch us on Apple and Spotify as well. We will have the episodes uploaded to those podcast platforms momentarily after the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's good to be back. We'll yeah, see you dog. on Thursday. Missed it. Peace.